This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Try it, try that. There it goes. Unbelievable. See ya. It was a frat house break-in in Madison. What? Two roommates returned to their frat house after summer break uh, Monday. Find out it had been burglarized, said Madison Coppers. Officers called to the house, Hunter Block at Langdon. When was the last time you were at a Madison frat house? <laughs> <laughs> last weekend. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't, uh, actually, not. Did you guys get any beer? Two years ago. Yeah? It's been a Maybe while for me. years ago, yeah. My nephew, they all lived off Franklin. And uh, so, yeah, that's the closest thing. I was at Z104. I used to do my night show at uh, a frat house. Yeah. It was cool. Did you play Right Said Fred over and over? It was footballs. It was for footballs. <laughs> no. I hear that story it was, uh, so much. It was for uh, during football season. But yeah, it was yeah. kind of cool. we just get on the... What'd you do? Did you Mike guys slap just, each other with hot mops or what? We did. <laughs> uh, they checked my oil. Everything worked out good. And I handed out t-shirts and went home. Uh, walk, uh, walking a little... Uh, they chocolate fingered you? A little bow-legged I walked home. <laughs> Uh, officers called to the house in the 100 block of Langdon, the legendary Langdon, before 10.30 a.m. One of the men said his window was removed. Does that mean broke it into or they <laughs> take the window? I think they took the window out. It's a nice pillow window. I think I'll help myself. Yeah, how the hell did they remove the uh, window? Clothes, electronics, cash, sports memorabilia were reported missing. Hopefully he's got renter's insurance. When did uh, class start for these guys? I don't think it did, did it? Yeah. Returned after summer break. They must just... Yeah, it's, they just it's got a, back. They're like not a, ready. There's, like a pre-party. Yeah, it's not started up again. Right. I don't even know. Can you live there year-round? If you're a frat member? If you're paying rent, sure. Yeah, why not? yeah you're in. Yeah. You okay. Can. So they go home to see the family. Right. Take a little break. Most come back. people take off. Yep. They go home, beg for more beer money. They come back. Yep. His window removed. <laughs> Go back to the townie bars to bang each uh, other. Clothes, electronics, cash, and sports memorabilia. Weird. The cash part is weird. You leave cash laying around. How much cash would you... I don't have any cash laying around besides the quarter jars that I have. I don't, I, ha- I don't have any cash at my house. I don't have any cash on me. As a matter of fact, I don't have any cash at all. Did- Wait a minute. You don't have anything hanging out in like a sock drawer? No. I don't. I have I, a change jug. That's what I have. That I, yeah. you know from Quarters my golf and, shorts. Yeah. I'll throw in some <laughs> yeah. stuff. I have ze- we have zero cash at that unless my wallet's laying there, and I generally don't carry a lot of cash, as people know. <laughs> I'm so used to just debit card. I just yep. I don't even carry money that much. Well, we have to go pick it out to go play golden tea or yeah to play the the machines. But who who. Who has cash at their house? Unless it's in a safe or and, and they've got coins or yeah. something? No, I don't know. I never carry And any. how would you know where the cash is? Unless the cash is just... When you go home for the summer, you leave... He's probably reporting like 20 bucks. Yeah, right. You know, right, like 20 right. Bucks and like right, 20 bucks. Drunk, drunk, folded up money that you find in that the was, back pocket. That was a t-shirt I saw a lot in Sturgis last week. Uh, I'm not gay, but a 20 is a 20. <laughs> <laughs> was your moment. mom wearing that? Saw that a lot. 
moving day on Langdon. Ah, was hustle and bustle of couches and carts. Not normally a day news of a burglary, but that's uh, news. Gabe Piscatelli heard from his mom. <laughs> Piscatelli. Piscatelli. P-I-S-C. You would yeah. enunciate the C. Mm-hmm. Piscatelli heard from his mom. Ah, oh, it's got to be embarrassing. Your your mom and dad are moving you in. Mom's got to call the cops because your 20 bucks got ripped off. But they probably had <laughs> video games and... I'm sure they had TVs and everything sure. like that. Xbox, maybe even yeah. PS5. But uh, for Piscatelli's friend Daniel Danziger, it casts a bit of a shadow on the, over the beginning of the year. It's a little unnerving, he said. But then they ripped a big bong rip and just kicked back and forgot about the whole thing. Hopefully, we can get these streets a little safer. But yeah, I think the police do a good job of cleaning it up. Danziger said. Police said uh, both men remembered locking their doors and items up before leaving for the summer. Other residents at the house could find uh, could find that they are victims as they return from break. So, yeah. So, we haven't even got to the last So, we have a serial people. rando asshole stealing from broke, broke into France. I was looking at the same thing. There's a serial uh, luggage theft guy. Meanwhile, on Carroll Street near Langdon, sophomore roommates Kathy Hunya. And Marisol Arzaga said they still expect things to be more secure in their new neighborhood, despite hearing about the break-in. We were on State Street before, so it was uh, much more loud, chaotic, uh, but this is more quiet for us. I feel maybe even a little safer. Still with other crimes on the rise in Madison, they remain on alert, but they feel their new neighbors will too. There's like a sorority house, two houses over. There's a bunch of other girls living on the street, so I don't think us worried about being alone is a problem. God. What would you do if you walked in and somebody was in your house? Like a hot sorority chick? No, not Christy, oh. just somebody else. <laughs> somebody broke into your house. Oh, I, uh, would you blast them? Well, what are they doing? Sitting on my couches? Shuffling through your stuff trying to get. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Would I shoot them if I had my gun? Yeah. Um, you can't unless they no. attack you. Well, right. I mean, I'd say, dude. Uh, <laughs> Sit down. Why? Let's talk about this. Why? Don't, Chris don't touch the Doritos, dude, or I'm going to blow your head clean off. I don't know how you uh, defend your house, your frat house. There's got to be a bunch of bros in there that'll just, well, maybe not this generation. Right, everybody goes day, home. As, uh, so what do you rely on? Just uh, campus security to drive by? Is that all? Well, the police, there's the Well, no, I mean, I mean, you're just driving by. You. Does somebody get out and walk around the house every night? No, probably not. No, I mean, you would think it was safe probably, enough back. I don't, I don't know how many burglaries we have in this city. I wonder if they went full commando, like Arnold. They came up on a boat. In the trees. <laughs> it's in the trees with my Xbox. It's in the trees. So unless somebody's walking around the house and, and checking doorknobs, how do you, you wouldn't know, really. No. Somebody broke in. No alarm. Well, I mean, where's your, the, stuff, where's the your alarm? stuff's going to be disheveled, where's obviously. The, well, clearly there was no alarm wire on the window. They removed the window. I don't think frats have <laughs> ADP, you know. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know what you need? You need to put a flamingo in your yard with a with a security cam in his eyeball. <laughs> so when he tr- when he tr- when somebody trips. So you get one angle as they come and leave with the, your stuff? Say, oh, that's a nice flamingo. But it's clearly a security device. Do you think watching. anybody's ever been caught from the security 
uh, videos because it, you yes. can't barely see what their face looks like. Yeah, well, you, like I mean, we can see different galaxies, but we can't see somebody's face. Like bank robbers come in with a mask on or they keep their hoodie. Well, on. I, yeah, but it's so grainy and so you can't like yeah. enhance. You know, right, but, right. But we can find a galaxy five hundred million years away. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Now, granted, there's a difference in the price of the telescope and camera, but still, I don't know. We should make we should make uh, flamingos. We should put land. <laughs> we should put la- landmines in flamingos. What? For what? Well, for assholes that sneak onto your property. <laughs> there's a tripwire flamingo. And it's got a gun that comes out of its beak. Flamingo to flamingo. It just blows your face up. <laughs> or upside down pineapples. Have the pledge. What? What is the thing at the front? You pledge. No, yeah. the the rookie. The uh, 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 you're yeah. You're a pledge. You're, you're a doing, pledge. Uh, yeah. Have them stay during their summer break and walk around like a guard at the royal in castle banana, in banana hammocks. He, yes, in <laughs> banana hammock with that big furry hat on, like protecting the royal castle. Oh yeah. <laughs> With a with a fake Nerf gun on his shoulder, just you know, walking the walking the beat. I'd take them as seriously as the real ones. Cause I they know. Stop we, and they we, yell we, at you, and they're we, these little guys. We some Daddy dude. touch the queen's die. <laughs> so, uh, all right, uh, crimes of opportunity. I mean, that sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah, I mean the, the whole break in thing that irritates the hell out well, of me. Well, it just is so like nothing safe. No, nothing, no. and it, it doesn't even matter what the amount uh, is for. Uh, you know, video game. Uh, uh, you know, even though I'm out way out, a little bit of money. Mill, I mean, it I, doesn't I still lock everything, no matter what. Even my car outside, no matter what, because all it takes. I mean, I, I I laugh at it a little bit, but it's dead serious. I mean, it's just it doesn't. Do you lock up all the time? It's like our neighborhood. Our rings go off and yeah. people just jiggling door handles. Yeah. Do, it you, lock, do you lock they, your door? They have time. no idea what they're going for. They're just assholes. Mm-hmm. They'll just grab anything. Well, yeah. they're not. Do gonna, I lock doors? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they're not going like to rob a small place that's like out, you know, around their neighborhood if it's if they're lower end people, you know, they're going to go to the richer neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Low hanging fruit, I guess. <laughs> You know, but to remove a window, <laughs> maybe they were thinking just the screen, and they just said window, because <laughs> that seems like a lot of work for a video game and a little bit of money. Good morning. Yeah, you know, after that robbery, there's only one thing left to do: toga party. <laughs> toga. <laughs> People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. The compact disc ah! turns 40 years old. Ah, yes. So I was thinking, you know, we talk about the morning show CD and, you know, every time we're out there at these things, it's just, it's funny. We give them out. We're just now, it's the step two is to try to find out what the, uh, try to find a CD player because most cars don't have them anymore. True. Right. Uh, speaking of that, September 8th, Missouri Tavern, right? But we Next. are having a compact disc revival. So I feel like we were ahead of the curve. Yep. So listen, so it was produced, the, it, the first one was produced in the factory. Uh, How's your floppy disc? 
<laughs> that's a totally different thing, Holmes. That's not what uh, <laughs> Stacey K said. Anyways, okay. go ahead. What do you got over there? So the uh, first commercially uh, commercially available CD was by who? Take a guess. Oh, uh, Billy Joel. You got it yeah, on the that, head, that's, that's an easy, that's an old CD trivia question. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. You got PC2. Listen, this is I the do. first one. PC. I never meant to do this to anybody. I was just <laughs> in the morning with your head on fire and your eyes too bloody to see. Go on and cry in your coffee, but don't come bitching to me. Keep good. Let to be a big shot. I own that record. You do? Which is weird, because I'll be be 35. Well, it was pressed 40 years ago, so I guess that Wait. makes sense. Wait, <laughs> no, my, uh, I had some weird records when I was a kid. My uncle was such a hippie. Uh, I had uh, one of my first records was uh, Wild Cherry. Really? Dude, uh, here's a funny story. When I was in uh, junior high, and I was heavily influenced by what my uncle listened to. Uh, Squirrel, as they called him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, <laughs> don't know why. Uh, but no, he, big bushy. he would give me, uh, uh, this was way before uh, 12 uh, records for a penny came along. But he would give, I think, before I got into that stuff, uh, uh, he gave me Wild Cherry, which was play that funky music mm-hmm. when it came out. I had that record new. So we had this, uh, uh, was it a music class? I guess it was our music class. We uh, had to do a... A, a, like a book report on our favorite record. And I remember my buddy John brought in the Eagles, Hotel California, and he got an A. I hate the Eagles, man. Yeah. So I brought in Wild Cherry, and I did my book report on Wild Cherry. I think I got a D. because they, 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 <laughs> they didn't like it. My teacher thought I was a freaking <laughs> raging idiot. And and what is this Wild Well, when what, you read What is a Wild, wild Cherry good. What? I like Wild Cherry. <laughs> It be huge good I success. Can, I dance good. Uh, anyway, well, no, they were from Cleveland. The Wild Cherry dudes were right, from right. Cleveland, and uh, so I thought, and I think so was Machine Gun Kelly. I think my uncle knew one what of the good guys. Company. Uh, I think my uncle knew one of the guys in the band, or knew knew a guy who knew a guy. There yeah. was like a thing there, and yeah, I think I got a D. John got an A. Because <laughs> the, the teacher liked the Eagles. Exactly <laughs> correct. Speaking um, of horrible music, but. What uh, was the very first CD pressed in America? Oh. It was a couple of years later. What was that? Oh. Uh, I'll guess a yep. Springsteen? Dude. You're 100% right. That was a stone cold guess. Was you? Uh, pretty damn good guess, dude. I just so, figured it around the time. So Exactly. 25 years ago on August 17th. Uh. 1982, uh, Royal Phillips Royal Electronics manufactured the world's first compact disc at a Phillips factory in Langenhagen, Langenhagen, <laughs> just outside of Hanover, Germany. The invention of the CD ushered the technology revolution into the music industry as CDs, uh, with their superior sound and quality and scratch-free durability. Yeah, making the beginning of the shift from analog to music to music technology, uh, digital music technology. CD became a catalyst. 
uh, to further innovate the digital entertainment, helping pave the way for launching the DVD, yeah, the Blu-ray, and the, all that. The yeah. port- portability at that point was incredible. With the the portability meets mm-hmm. meets quality. Yeah. It was well, I remember I had the and then you got a little <laughs> a little bulk of pictures that came with it. That was though. I mean, that was always cool to lead there, to look in there and get the artwork, read the lyrics and stuff like that. But the uh, it's funny because I had the the old. It was a, a discman, I guess you would call it, mm. right? Remember those? Yeah. And then you'd have to try to, if you didn't have the quality or the CD player in your car, you had mm-hmm. to go get the adapter, mm-hmm. plugged into the lighter. You'd hit that yeah. every time you'd hit a bump, it'd skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, how far we come! You know how many uh, C- uh, CDs have been sold worldwide over the past twenty-five years? Uh, give me a number. Let's play high-low. Give me a number. Uh. A billion. Oh, wow. Oh, you're tricky, man. Higher or lower than a bi- In the last 25 years? Yep. Uh, I got to say lower. How much? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't think the CD revival has been as great as the album revival. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say a billion, 200 million. 200 billion. <laughs> what? 200 billion. Well, that's more than a billion. Yeah, I said more than a higher than. You gave you a... a I, I said gave lower. You a, right, and I said how much lower. I wanted to see if you'd keep going down. Oh, wow. Which is funny because uh, you I got the 200. Your, I did with your mom. <laughs> 200 billion? I thought I smelled that. Well, now I feel great about our morning show CD. <laughs> Hold on now. This is uh, since 25 years. I mean, I'm sure the sales have slowed tremendously. Probably. Yeah. But the albums are coming back, and now the problem with albums is how expensive they are. Now, like... Pearl Jam puts out an album and it's two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Crazy man! Uh, since the CD was pressed at the Philips factory near Hanover, Germany, more than two hundred billion CDs have been sold worldwide. Even though a single CD is only one point two millimeters thick, if all CDs ever produced were piled up and stacked of CDs, would circle the Earth six times. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> and awesome. that's all in the ocean. It didn't go into space. So think about that. Where did they go? That is so awesome. Into your collection in the closet over here. I still uh, still love the vinyl, though. I still look at my records. I still look at my covers. I've, they're they're out right there in the open. I I still every once in a while I'll flip through. Yeah, it my, says because of their my, digital quality and portability, the resilience to damage. They remain a very popular gift. There you go. There's something very cool about uh, physically handling, like my Lover Boy, Get Lucky, Pat Benatar, the Cars. Physically handling, foreigner, handling what? Foreigner oh, four, <laughs> jukebox hero. Oh, and kiss. And the th- the think about those were on CD is just love it, man. I want to be buried with my album collection. Make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll make it happen. I want uh, Lover Boy get lucky covering my face when they close the box. I'll cover your face with some okay, <laughs> some other stuff too. Right, thanks, and some golf balls. And a Playboy. And some balls, yep. And I'll be fine. All right, man. You good? (laughs) That's good. I'm good. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Let's keep on the uh, fast food train. Narice Mo, um, Narice. Just make Moise. a name up. It doesn't Whatever. matter. I'm trying to give her the props. <laughs> make a name up. A 21 year old woman in Suffolk, England. John said Doe. <laughs> John Danger, a 21. 21- yes. <laughs> Stacy yes. K. Yes. 
Uh, England said she ordered a delivery uh, from the nearby Subway two days ago and noticed something fishy was uh, the moment she opened up her tuna sub. There you go, buddy. Moise, who is 17 weeks pregnant, was horrified to find a giant knife underneath her sandwich. Oh, the one they cut the, the sandwich. The yellow one, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was with my partner and we got hungry. I'm currently pregnant. I always get cravings from my partner when went on his phone and ordered a Subway. When I opened it, it was just hanging hanging on. the. It was like stuck between the bread. My partner called Subway in uh, Galston High Street and asked if they have lost one of their yellow knives. He was like, wait, are you being serious? Like, actually, <laughs> she called. Moise posted a video of the Subway order on her Facebook page. Uh, in the video, she lifts the food up to reveal the giant knife peeling, peeking out of the beneath a sandwich. <laughs> Friends you, you, with, know what, you know what uh, Elvis uh, used to say? Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, man. <laughs> the puns. It's like sneaking a sandwich into a, uh, a prison with the knife in it. It's like, hey, I got my boyfriend a subway. That's a good thing. I don't <laughs> I'm sure they check the sandwiches over. What is this? A blade, a bladed. Uh... Do you think that do you think that was just a written thing or did that ever actually even happen? What's that? That, you know, hide the knife or a chisel in a a cake or a sandwich. <clears throat> do you think that actually ever happened? Yeah, that's a great question. I I you think they'd x-ray it or stick a finger in it or something. I don't know, man. So all she got was an apology and received a message from Subway Instagram stating the account would be... Yeah, you think you'd get a little bag of chips or something for that. <laughs> you would I mean, think. She, I mean, I guess she could have cut her mouth open. Well, I mean, it was... Uh, first it said it was between the bread, and then it said it was like underneath. You know what's really weird? If you would order six more Subways, you'd have a whole steak set. <laughs> You'd have a whole set of steak knives. Oh. They ought to do that. That ought to be a promotion. I mean, I wouldn't put it in a sub, but I mean. Uh, Fine. This, this isn't the, like the golden ticket from. They, they ought to do Subway. Willy Wonka. Cutlery, and you can collect all six. But whatever. Yeah, I I'm guess you can't be giving away knives, I guess. I mean, I would go. I go, hey, wow, this is cool. I got a free knife. Keep it in my glove box. <laughs> For an emergency. <laughs> the yellow knife that they use on every. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Striking fear, the hearts of criminals everywhere. <laughs> hey, is that a subway knife. Have hey. you ever have you ever found like anything else like that in your food? I know uh, that they have the pizza that's got all the metal shavings, but I, I, I haven't I've found anything. I've really never found anything. I know people find like yeah, frogs in there. Yeah, uh, no, nothing exciting for me. No. Oh, I did. I had a, and I don't know if it was in it, but I was eating Chinese food, mm-hmm. and a spider came clomping out. Oh, wow. And I just pushed him aside, and I just yeah, you let him go. That's yeah, not that's awesome. Care. What do you do? It yeah. was it was a big wolf spider too, though. I was like, whoa, man, that thing's huge. I just kept the. I was like, what is it going to do? I laid a bunch of babies in your <laughs> in your mom in an, an olive or something. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah, you haven't it's had. Like, it's like? almost like Subway's Subway goes, cut your own damn sandwich. We're tired of cut. <laughs> we're tired of cut your damn. sandwich. They all come with knives. Yeah, they all come with a knife, plastic little knife. You can cut it into little tiny pieces. That'd be funny. <laughs> you know what I had yesterday? What? <clears throat> I had Quick Trip sushi yesterday. What? On the way to oh, the Oh, I've done that. I wasn't a fan. Uh, I love it, Quick Trip it, everything. But it, it expired yesterday at five. I looked at the pack, <laughs> and uh, I got there. What was it? it was lunch. I was on my way to golf. It was about twelve thirty, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. You couldn't find anything better. All the stuff they have there, and you had to get that. Uh, That's the one thing I'm I had. Not no, a fan I got. Of. I got. To, um, a potato salad and a, and a sushi. That is a weird combination. What, no, I, you, 
that I just love those little salads in the in the plastic bowls, and I got sushi. That Bristol stool chart. You were number Don't seven. Tell too. me what to eat. <laughs> I will eat cold sushi if I want. It was great. You liked it? Yes. Have you been to Miramoto or any place that you, a million, you went to Red? Dude, dude, I've been to Red more days than you've been alive. Don't you even went start. To Miramoto? It's a gas station, you <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> I'm not going to Quick Trip to get Red sushi. Well, why are you getting sushi there? Why? Because it's, it's there. <laughs> Stick it in the microwave. You can warm it up. I just ate it cold. I was driving and eating sushi. Wait, you're eating warm sushi now? Well, no, this is, well, you you wanted a room temperature, but my sushi was cold. But I dressed it up. I, I put my stuff potato on Potato salad? Put my little ginger on it. I, I, I did my thing. I soyed it up. Did and you I, put potato salad on it? No. Then I was driving and eating sushi. Very, very, very. And rocking out to JJL. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm. How many other people do exactly what you just did? Because I'm fancy. Man, I don't care. Uh, sushi is sushi to me. I don't care. I just love the flavor. I don't. But need, I don't need a twenty-eight dollar roll of it's sushi. Not, you don't need a twenty. But there's a big difference. You pay for quality. Yeah. I'm at a gas station, Lance. <laughs> My question is, why would you the, even do that? The chef from Red did not come out <laughs> and ask me if I wanted a free sushi sample. What I'm saying is there's other options that you could have taken. Sure, there's a million options. I opted for sushi. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> next time, make, better, make better choices guess next what? time. Guess what? Do you like sushi? I love sushi. I had sushi, and you didn't. No, I did have sushi yesterday. Oh, uh, you did not. Yes, I did. I'm talking to you. <laughs> let's Actually, sh- a burrito. Let's change the name of Subway to Stabway. Stab- <laughs> you get a free set of steak knives. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. What? Did you eat your sushi in your Mercedes or your BMW? Uh, no, my Toyota Rav. That's making a weird noise out of the back uh, brake. I think my brake pad stuck. You understood what he said? I am such a redneck. <laughs> I know. I'm eating cold sushi, and my car's going thump, thump, thump. Gas station sushi. Yeah. With, what did you have? What did you say? Well, tuna was, salad. there wasn't or a knife stuck in it. There wasn't a knife uh, where it shouldn't have been, so there you go. I'm surprised. Next time, you know, get something quality, dude. You know? <laughs> dude, if I saw sushi laying on the side of the road, I'd stop and eat it. If there was a, if Have some a, respect for yourself, If there was man. some dude selling sushi out of his garage, I'd stop and buy I some. know you would. You <laughs> ate bacon out of Dee's shoe. Yes, I did. Like, dude, she had those grass sandals. And you're like, oh, whatever. Started <laughs> chowing it. The degree of sushi to me, this is really weird. Uh, um, like, uh, there's great sushi. Like mm-hmm. Red, Miramoto. All right. All right. Uh, and then, and then, gas station sushi. I got if you warm it up. And I'm not, and and I, I, this will offend people. You are offending me already. I can't. But I will tell doing. you that <clears throat> it's not a giant leap because I soak it in soy, you know, and I do all my stuff. Oh. And it's not, it's not that much of a leap to me. And 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 well, all you're tasting is all the salt. You're just sure, gumming it down. Hundred percent. And I'm not saying red isn't fresher. It is fresh. And I can't get sashimi at Quick Trip. Shishimi. Nor do I want it. Oh, yeah, right. Nor I do thought I... you would eat the, the side of the road sushi. I do not want tuna from the cooler at Quick Trip. <laughs> that, that I do not. But a little California roll, psh, bring it on.
It's just a California roll. It's like, I know. But it's a, a California roll is like French fries in the sushi world. When it? I had it, it tastes like Bazooka Joe bubblegum. No, I didn't it like it. actually fine. Well, it you coated just... it in salt. Dude, it was $5. Mm-hmm. Next time, get you a bag of beef jerky, huh? Stop it. <laughs> I wanted something somewhat healthy. Uh, mobile sushi. <laughs> Where else can you eat sushi driving to the golf course? Thank you and good night. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. All right, uh, Stephanie. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. How's it going? It's great. Knocking out the hits. Great. Meeting new people, making friends. Love that. I love that. Learning things. I'm an information man. Just here to help. That's perfect. That sounds beautiful. What are you bringing to the show this morning? I am... Do I just do it right now? (laughs) (laughs) You... I think that's my bringing... cue. I think that's my cue to shut up. Yeah, yeah, go, ahead. Go. yeah go right ahead. Yeah, do it. Okay, do it, do it, okay. do it, dirty. Ah. Ah. It's you, you take ah. this one. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I like how she, she, the point so she she, is. She's producing herself. She said, okay, I'm going to start. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I love it. No prompting. Oh, <laughs> uh, self-contained. I give her the McChicken. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are killing me. I love that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not even, I don't need to right? take phone straight, calls. That's straight like, to the that, point. That, she's, <laughs> here you go. That is beautiful. In, we're out. That's it. We're moving on with our lives. <laughs> Next. Yes. Thank you. Very nice. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. <laughs> Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So we were talking about 40th anniversaries of stuff, and we, uh, you brought up something that uh, is another 40th anniversary to the year here, to the day almost. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> anyway, the, that, that movie, there, there was something in that movie that just bothered me. Oh, really? I mean, outside of the Phoebe Cates thing, everybody likes that. But sure. The, but the part where <laughs> it was the, when I was a kid, it, it made me feel uncomfortable when that dude was having sex with that. 15 year old girl and i'm just like Ugh, and the music's playing in the background i forgot what song it was do you remember you talk about mark ratner and, yes and yes when they were in the bathhouse that bothered the hell out of me for some reason i was like Ugh. well i don't know i don't know how old he was at the time well he was 18 or 19 or something like that because he was out and she was in high school she was like 15 years old or just turned 15 remember? no no mark are you talking about the guy that worked at the stereo shop at the mall? Yes. And then they dig it. They did it in the baseball. Yeah, because the one guy liked her. Right, and right. then you know. I think he said he was what twenty six or something like that. But technically, yeah. <laughs> she lied about her age. It doesn't matter. Well, she just uh, just every time. And then the music that was playing in the background. It was just like that. Ah. That was uh, 
uh, probably uh, Jackson Brown. Uh, what, what's oh man? Now you, That's, now, yeah, we're going to be sitting here this. searching for all this stuff. So somebody's baby. So I think yeah. when she snuck out of the house, it was somebody's baby. Yes, that's it. And then she met the guy from the stereo shop, who I think he said he was like twenty five or twenty six. Uh but he goes, he goes, are you eighteen? She goes, y- yeah. I mean, that's on her. <laughs> that's not. That's not. Yeah. I don't have a moral problem. <laughs> I, I'm not going to sit and debate that. That's you know whatever. Uh, this is the uh, song. Yeah, was... Oh yeah, great soundtrack. What a great soundtrack. Do, do, look at that girl. No. Oh, see, even hearing that hey, song. That, uh, uh, Billy Squire, Sammy Hagar, Steve. The Tom Petty song was on there, and of course, moving in stereo, yeah. which I don't think was on the soundtrack. I mean, that's a lot of people that were oh, in there. I mean, the Sean Penn, the, Jennifer Jason Lee, Phoebe Cates, Judge Reinhold. I don't know what he's doing yeah. now, but Nicholas Cage is in it. That's right. He lied about his age to get on set. Eric Stoltz. Um, uh, Goose, Anthony Edwards. Here's one. Here's Let me see if I can get it. Here's one of my favorite parts of that movie. The, the Mark Ratner five-point plan to getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, because let he me, was. Let me see if I can pick this up. Five. Now this is most important, Rat. Comes down to making out. Whenever possible, put on side one of Led Zeppelin Four. <laughs> Wasn't that Mike Damone, right? Uh, Damone, yeah. See, that was Ratner that. and, oh, uh, that, and uh, yeah. Damone, yeah. It was just knowing that. It just I thought I, I was like watching a a pedo incident. It's just I didn't like that. Well, get over it, dude. <laughs> America has moved on. Yes. Deal with 40 it. years old. I can't help the creepy stereo guy at the mall 40 years ago. It didn't have any moral compass. <laughs> oh, Phoebe Cates. Unloosening. Have you rubbed one out to that one? Tethering. Did you? The swimsuit. Now... I was trying to think of how old she was at the time. I think when they made that movie, well, I she's thought, 59 now, I thought so. there was some discussion about the rating it was going to get because there were some boobs all over that movie. There were boobs everywhere in that movie. Yeah, I remember. Jennifer, he, uh, uh, Phoebe's Jennifer. one. But, uh, oh, what a great soundtrack. God, was that good. That's right. He's Fun movie. I mean, you know, Cameron Crowe, I think, went to high school for a year undercover to write that book. And then they made it into the movie. He did. Uh, Cameron Crowe, by the way, uh, uh, wrote Almost Famous. And he was a writer for Rolling Stone. So. That was an awesome movie. He lived it. Oh, it's one of the best. Almost Famous was great. One of the best <clears throat> movies ever. Love it. So anyways, yeah, there's a, lo- there's a lot of weird stuff with uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, um, I don't think Phoebe wanted to do that scene where Brad's in there rubbing one out to her at the pool. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think she wanted that. You think they could make that movie now without the? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Sure, why not? What what part do you think they? I think Springsteen's sister was in that movie too. What part do you think they were? Uh... The statutory rape one. <laughs> dude, you gotta move. <laughs> gotta, dude, gotta, that scarred me. You gotta move. I was on, like, ah, oh, for some reason, I just that did that was not cool. I was just like, Ugh. you need counseling. <laughs> what? What? what yes. do you... you know those things when you happen when you're a kid, and they just you just remember it. I just remember him being an older guy, and then he's like yeah. taking advantage of her, and she's, you know, 
that she's pregnant and I was like oh, Jess, all that was terrifying Jennifer to me as a Jason kid. Jason Lee was uh she was out looking for it. Yeah. She definitely played the role. I mean of the you know and that's what he saw in you know at that age. I don't know. I knew a couple of so, so that when you're talking, director Amy Let Hep- me put it this way. I knew a couple of 15-year-old girls in high school. Knew Easy. A little, knew a lot, <laughs> they knew a lot more than I did. I can promise you that. So, Was that when you first got into radio? Or? Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, when I first got into radio. It was a all, couple of 15-year-olds yeah. cruising La Follette. Right, right, right. Uh, director Amy Heckerling was stated that she got Phoebe Cates to overcome her fear of doing the topless scene by assuring the actress it would only be for a few seconds and thus would allow people much time to stare. Ironically, that's when they following years during the the era of videotape home video, it became a running joke at many video rental stores that copies of Fast Times Ridma High often suffered a predictable flicker during the topless moment mm. uh, when renters p- would pause it so much in that sec that scene. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. God, what you were great, right. What are just everything? Just, just the everything was perfect in that scene. It might be the most perfect movie scene ever filmed. Anyways, great movie. If you've never seen it. I mean. Spicoli freaking made vans what they are. I don't think vans would be what they are without Spicoli running around. And then, you know, just avoid the statutory rape scene and you're good. All right, dude. You need to get over yourself. Look, we're not recalling the movie. We're not going to re-edit. You good? The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.